Yeah, we have a habit of we get talking before we're really yeah, going, and then yeah. we go, wait, save it. Save it for the episode. Mm-hmm. My memory is so cloudy. I just... I feel like this podcast is kind of the cloudy memory podcast. That's, that's, just, that's kind of a part of it. You know, I mean, uh, I've got stories, but I know that the tales have grown taller over the years. Well, they're, as they should. Yeah, yeah as they know, should. And, and, and the crazy thing is, I just know I don't know how accurate. You know, like so we'll put a disclaimer at the at the beginning. You know, yeah. please fact check yeah, all fact stories check MRZ, included shit, here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get rolling. Welcome back all to right. the uh, Madrid Broadcast. We're at episode seven, and uh, today, as usual, we're brought to you by Debbie's Donuts in Long Beach, delicious vegan donuts, and today we've got uh, sponsored by Liquid Death officially today. Murder Your Thirst with Liquid Death Mountain Spring Water. Thanks for the case of water, Chris Cole and the Liquid Death team. And uh, today we're here with Ray Zimmerman, episode seven of the Madrid Broadcast. How you doing, Ray? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Now, uh, I don't know if this is a correct title, but uh, were you a, kind of an unofficial staff photographer for Madrid? No, I was actually, I yeah. skated for Madrid. Yeah, so let's go I, way back. I go, okay. uh, yeah, 75 or something? Well, no, I think it was 70, more like 70, 77, 78, 78 maybe? Yeah. Probably 78. Okay. Yeah, and it was Yeah, and I got sponsored by Jerry's to skate in, on the amateur nice. team. Um, and then... Uh, well, let's see. So, yeah, Shady Acres, back when there was guys uh, who, who we had, Ronnie Hahn, and, and who else was skating back then? Uh, Offner, uh, some, some old names. Anyway, I went to high school with all these guys. They were a year older than me. And, That's and in Long Spitzer. Beach? In Long Beach, yeah. Spitzer? Yeah. Herb Spitzer. Yeah. yeah. Skated and, and, Signal Hill, too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. so the, at the time, in those early Shady Acres days, I was riding for... Uh, some little company called California Skate Skateboards, and they were out of Santa Barbara, and they were tied in with Sunspot Wheels. So mm-hmm. by default, I rode Sunspots, and, and I was entering all these contests. And I, for the life of me, Jerry, I can't remember where we actually, you know, met, and you know, you, how how it all happened. I, I can't, you know. What kind of what kind of skating were you doing? What did you consider yourself at the time? Well, I was everything. Right. Yeah, I was a, the guys. pretty much. You know, when the, back in those days, when you entered a contest, you had to do freestyle, right. yeah. slalom, slalom, yeah, right, and, and bowl. Yeah. And uh, but I kind of you know bowl was kind of my thing. You know. Yeah. Cool. Um, anyway, um, but I don't I don't recall. I, God, I've been racking my brain I trying to remember. It was, the, was it a shady acres? Was it a shady acres with all you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So then that would have been. Because uh, it was Shady Acres, kind of bounced between Shady Acres and Paramount, those mm-hmm. two skate parks. Okay. Um, so actually, the photography part, that wasn't even part of my, my association. Cool. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know this part of the story. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> and, then, and then, I mean, so fast forward a little bit. Well, I remember my first contest I entered with you for you guys. It was a big O, a big O, a big O <laughs> capsule. And I'm so freaking nervous. And <laughs> you, and, you and Jeff are sitting up there in the stands, and I'm like, Oh shit! I gotta you, know. <laughs> you gotta perform. Yeah. And I, you know, and at the fu- and you don't remember this name. Remember uh, Bongo? Yeah, Andy Bongo, no front teeth. He's right, out there, right. You know. This he was this huge Hawaiian Samoan, Samoan guy. guy. Yeah, and he was like the announcer yeah. and everything. And at every contest. Next stop, riding for Madrid, Ray Zimmerman, and I drop in and I just flail. I miserably flail, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, this sucks, <laughs> you know. And I got a couple good runs in, whatever, but. You know, I was just like, oh, they're going to kick me off the team. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> right out of the yeah. gate. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they, I, I stuck it out. I made it through. And 
you know, I entered a bunch of contests and stuff. And then at one point, um, Jerry uh, in, in talked to me about team, you know, being a team manager, being right. a team manager and, and putting together, you know, a group of guys. And really that, that group, the, those skaters that I got were, oh, well, to back up, that was like, to me, it was like, oh, this is awesome. I mean, this is like the most yeah. incredible thing ever. Yeah. You know, I'm still young. How old were you? I want to say, huh? Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, in fact, fact, there's an article, and and like I mentioned earlier before this all started, I tried to fact check myself because (laughs) I know I'm going to embellish stuff, but I remember in the high school yearbook, I went to Jordan High in Long Beach. Okay, wow. Yeah, so I opened up in the yearbook, somebody had written a little, you know, write up about me or something, you know, and it was all about. Ray Zimmerman signs as Madrid team manager. Blah, 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 wow. Blah. And it's all, it's all a little interview thing. And there was a picture of me skating, but it was at Lakewood. And it was just so funny. But at least it, it put the dates in context. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so it's like 79-ish, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, so, you know, there I was, team manager. And I put together this little team of mostly the guys that I skated with. Because at the time... I was so lucky. Those were just magical times. But I was Seriously. I got a job at Lakewood Skate Park at the opening. You know, I was there wow. for the opening. Nice. And I worked at Lakewood Skate Park and that was my that was my home park. I mean I was there mm-hmm. all every day, day in, day out. And just being there and seeing all the people that come through, you know, I get to know all the yeah. pros. And it was like I said, it was magical times. Um and you know, just like today, whenever, well, maybe not so much today, but I mean, it seems like whenever a new park opened, that was the hot spot. Right. Sure. Yeah. That was the of flavor of the yeah. month. Yeah. Everybody went there until it kind of died down and then they went on to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, Lakewood was a big deal then. So, the anyway. Huge, huge bowl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. They had that God. monster bowl. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember it like at night, I, you know, it was funny at the skate park, like, park closed at, I don't know, let's say nine o'clock at night, right? Yeah. And like, 10 minutes before the park closed, you hit the lights. Like, you turn yeah. them off and on real quick. It didn't yeah. matter if people were skating or not. You know, <laughs> right. Or, you know, flailing yeah. and shit, you know, but we turn off the lights. Anyway, we'd kick everybody out, wait like 30 minutes, turn the lights back on, and we'd skate all night. <laughs> but that That's big awesome. monster bowl, I remember I had a little moped that I'd ride to work, you know. I remember riding my moped. Oh, there, my gosh. Going up the walls. It was a blast. Uh, that was like the best job ever. Yeah. That's awesome. But... Anyway, put together a team through that Lakewood contact, and it kind of it consisted of. I feel really bad because, like I said, in my homework, I found I found somewhere that we had eight team riders, you know, or in this thing that I wrote up. And for the life of me, I can only remember a handful of them. I mean, we had John Schaff, we had Paul Molina, mm-hmm. we had Bobby Fry. And I'm trying to think of the rest, but we also had Sue Smith, who was this little girl. Cool. And back then, the contests were set up in age groups. You know, yeah, you had, right. Like the 1A, 2A, yeah, 3A, exactly. exactly. And uh, this little girl that we had, uh, she really didn't have very many people to skate against her. And she was, and the girls that she did skate against, she was way better. You know, so that's awesome. She always placed high. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so we were doing pretty good, and. Paul Molina, he was like the standout guy on our yeah. team at the time. Yeah. Uh, I did some research about, uh, I'm going to tell a story about the Del Mar contest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But I was doing some research and I looked and Paul won his his 
Yeah, he's kind of really. He beat Tony Hawk at Del Mar. Nice. I mean, he was like. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. He was good. These he are a good. lot of names too. I don't think we've really uh, even heard on this podcast yeah. up to this, oh, this point. This, this, like, this is the beginning. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I remember. Well, yeah. Um, the the one that I I went was Anson. Remember Anson Skate Shop? Yeah. I kind of in Lakewood ish. It was over by. It was right next door to the little van. The first vans hmm. in Lakewood. Huh. Anyway. Um, man, we're just going way back. Anyhow, that's right. what we that's do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the yeah. way, that other voice you hear is uh, Jerry Madrid's in the room with us today, founder and owner of Madrid Skateboards. Yeah. You hear that some? Uh, Let's go wild. Yeah. David Z. I forgot his last name. Yeah, that's a whole other story. Or something. Yeah, that's okay. a whole other story. So yeah, he. Uh, well, I, yeah, well, that's the funny story about that is, okay, we're at Lakewood. Uh, you know, again, my home park. You know skate there and this kid shows up and he's just ripping like i'd never seen this kid before right, right? we were involved in the contest series and thought i knew everybody right mm -hmm. and, and then this <coughs> kid shows up and he's just blowing minds like what anyway i, I, I approached him i said hey you know are you sponsored or anything? no he was very quiet like a kid hardly talked at all this is kind of a weirdo you know yeah really um <laughs> And 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 uh, you know, I said, hey, well, you know what? Why don't you come ride for Madrid? You know, we got a contest coming up. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, right? So bring him over. We get him all hooked up, and you know, get him all set up with boards and everything. And he's ripping. And anyway, he skated for us. I don't know how long he did. It wasn't very long. It wasn't that long. But took him to the Upland contest at the Combi, right? And the kid is just ripping, and he's blowing yeah. minds. And at the time, like everybody was doing frontside ollies. Right. But this kid was doing big backside ollies that nobody had really. Nice. You know, and yeah, everybody's yeah. like that. Well, anyway, at the end of that contest, Stacy Peralta, and this was back when <laughs> Bones Brigade was like right. becoming they were huge. The shit. They're sure. dominating, right? And he comes up to me, Stacy goes, Hey, Ray, listen, how, what would you think about David Z coming to ride for us, being on Bones Brigade? And I'm like, You know, I. Yeah. yeah if that's what he wants to do, great. You know, we, you know, and I tried to be, it's so funny. It's like, I think back on it, I'm just a dumb kid, right? But it's like, well, at Madrid, you know, we like to nurture our writers and, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to be yeah. all, you know, yeah. professional and everything. Yeah, but it was sure. really cool that he had enough, you know, to, he could have just gone straight to David and said, come just, ride with just us. Just poached you know? him out right yeah, sure. could have, yeah. could have, but no, you know, <clears throat> Stacy just had way too much class, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and that's so great. he made it, you know, he made it like, I'm sure he did, you know. He, 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 and next thing you know, yeah. David Z's on, you know, on Bones Brigade and, and yeah. ripping. But uh, no, that was that was that was something. I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget that we uh, the day before that contest, Upland, we made arrangements for him to uh, come and stay. He was like, "We're gonna." I don't even think I had a car at the time at that at that moment, and I so we had to get a ride from somebody. But David had to stay at my house, right? And he lived out in the valley somewhere, right? Okay. And and his mom brought him to my house. And I lived in the projects, yeah. you know, over in Long Beach, North Long Beach, like North Long it, Beach. It was wow. gnarly, right? It wasn't, you know, you know anyway. Yeah. Didn't come from much. But anyway, he shows up and his mom comes up and they've got this brand new Cadillac and she's all looking at <laughs> I could tell she was freaking and David he didn't you know he's he didn't care or yeah. whatever. But it was, I'll never forget the look on his mom's face. Mm -hmm. And she dropped him off like 
is this safe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hell no, yeah. but we're yeah. skateboarders. Yeah, so no, that, that was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, uh, Bobby Fry and Paul Molina, I just saw them. I ran into them the other day. Haven't seen kidding? them in 40 years, at yeah. least that, right? I, uh, I did a photo show uh, a couple months back, mm-hmm. you know, and a big photo, a solo show. And this guy walks up, and the turnout was insane. I really, it was really exciting. But anyway, this guy walks up to me, says, hey, Ray, I don't know if you remember me. I'm, I'm Paul Molina. I was like, whoa, Holy Paul, crap. what's going on, buddy? You know, now I, I've, you know, I've seen him on Facebook and their social media. I kind of know, but I hadn't really seen him. And he goes, and I got somebody with me. You remember Bobby Fry? I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is insane. Wow, cool. original. Yeah, yeah. And so he comes guys. up and he says, I got something to show you. We brought something to show you. And he pulls out a Team Madrid, t- one of our team right. t-shirts. Nice. And you know, we got photos with it and everything. And That's awesome. It was really cool Heck reconnecting yeah. with these guys. And, and the, the neat thing was, it's like these guys, they went on, you know, to do <clears throat> cool stuff. Like Paul yeah. races cars. He's a, car, oh, really? he's a race car driver. Um, and Bobby Fry, he, he races like drag boats or he's involved with drag yeah. boats. So these guys, you know, they, they, they didn't end up, you know, pushing carts at Walmart. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Sorry, Walmart guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we have to apologize to Walmart. They're kind of a, no. they're a big corporate a behemoth, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, uh, um. Well, that's so the nature of skateboarding, it's, right? It's yeah. like if, if you find something like that, you know, chances are you venture off into something it, that yeah. uh, springs from that. Like yeah. Buster Hickey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speed freaks, yeah. you know, yeah. well, adrenaline we, junkies. We, we did pretty good in contests. You know, I mean, we did uh, the Van series. There was a Van series that was Marina Del Rey. Um, oh, gosh, they did a whole bunch of, uh, you know, all these parks. And mm-hmm. It kind of culminated. It all ended up at Del Mar. <clears throat> and... Jerry put us let, got got us a hotel and we stayed a couple nights before the the contest right and we're all I've got the whole team we're all staying in this hotel with all these other skaters that are just going nuts mm-hmm. tearing the place apart it was just crazy anyway um so we're down there we're skating we're practicing and one of the guys I forget who from Vans or whatever comes up to me and tells me hey you know I don't know if you guys realize this but you guys are like in the running to win best overall team. Wow. And I was like, no way, really? He goes, yeah, points, because it was a point system. Right, right. right? And part of it was because we had this little girl that first, 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 you know, Sue Smith, nobody, you know, Paul would play, the rest of us, you know, top 10 or whatever, but a few of the guys, they'd podium, you know, pretty pretty often. So we were racking up points and we went to all the contests, you know, we were all, all right. up and down the, the coast. Yeah. So I'm all I'm all excited. And this is where the good cop, bad cop story comes in with Jerry and Jeff Madrid. Okay. <coughs> so I, I get on the phone, I'm like, I'm all excited and I call up and and, and I'm like, please let it be Jerry, please let it be Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff intimidated the hell out of me. He was like, he was he, I joke he about it because because yeah. the good cop, bad cop thing, but like I knew, like, if I was dealing with Jeff, I, you know, I mean, I get it now. I mean, these guys right, trying to run a right, business. Right. I totally understand. Yeah. But Jerry was way more approachable for me as a young, you know, kid. Absolutely. Like, hey, Jerry, I need some boards. He'd be okay. Jeff would be like, "Well, you can still ride that one." You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have him send it back, and then we'll replace <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so I get Jeff on the phone, and I'm like, "Uh oh, 
Anyway, I tell Jeff, I say, hey, Jeff, you know, he goes, how's it going? You know, and I said, it's doing great, man. These kids are ripping. We're doing good. And now check it out. We have an opportunity to win best overall team yeah. for the year. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> he goes, you know, you should just, just have fun. Just tell the guys, you know, yeah. just, just to have a good time. Like, I'm like, what? Wow. He goes, just tell them just to have, like, they don't have to win. I'm like, what? <laughs> they don't have to win. He goes, well, he goes, look, let me spell it out to you. We make Sims. We make Alva. We yeah. make Santa Cruz. Yeah, we make Madrid as a board brand is not necessarily where our sales are. Yeah. So right. if you guys go out and beat these guys, yeah. we're kind of <laughs> shooting ourselves in the foot, right? And I'm yeah. like, huh, you know, like. I get it. So he's basically telling you guys to throw the contest. Well, he's, right. yeah, it's like, so he's basically yeah. telling us, that, yeah, don't, you know, don't, don't do win. so well. Don't, don't do quite don't that win, well. Right? Don't win, right? And I, you know, and I hang up the phone and I'm thinking about it. And this is where the story gets weird because in my mind, this is the way it played out. And I could be, maybe I watched too many, you know, Bad News Bears movies or something. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But, you know, anyway, we talked, got the crew together, got the guys together. Hey, man, you guys go out. Let's, let's do this. You know, we have a chance to win this thing. Let's do it. And in my mind, I remember we did win. We got the best team. Wow. And I couldn't, I tried over this whole past week, I'm trying to find the, the, the like, you know, the skate news right, magazine. Right, right. I I'm, do. I, I, I got Lance Mountain on the phone. I'm like, dude, you got to look mm-hmm. this up for me because I want to confirm this. You know, did this really happen? <laughs> right. right. And right. I couldn't find the, the actual. Yeah. But in my mind, I remember coming to Madrid with a trophy. And giving you guys a small little, you know, skater right, kind of trophy right. thing, right? Apol- and, that, and apologies to Jeff. For yeah, yeah. And, 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 but then that was also, well, there was a lot going on. But that was the last, that's when I moved on. Yeah, that was my last hurrah. Right. Which was not so much because of anything with Madrid. It was more of me. I couldn't, I couldn't keep up. I yeah. mean, I was a little bit older. And in 1980, there was this, like, huge progressive explosion of tricks yeah like my little two foot backside air was not going to hang yeah, my right. little bag of tricks was basic at best so you know every contest some, somebody would come up with a new trick you yeah know? yeah and i i you know you had to learn that new trick or yeah you just right. weren't in the mix yeah totally and man, i just <coughs> beat the crap out of myself trying to learn frontside rocks because my spot I learned everything in that little keyhole at Lakewood. Right. Straight right. to the pool, on the coping. And all my buddies are all skating the half pipe. I wanted coping round wall, right? Right. And that's where I tried to learn everything. And, man, I just slammed and slammed and slammed to the point where I'm like, this isn't fun. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah. This isn't yeah. why I got into this, you know? Yeah. And also, this is about the time that writing was kind of on the wall. Skate parks were closing. Right. You yeah. know, it was the beginning of the dark ages, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it just all kind of kind of went. And then I left. And then I'm not really sure. Did you take? When did you t- come in as, as team manager, Bill? You- that was probably because I was skating for Madrid. I got on in '78. Okay. So we kind of crossed paths, and yeah. I was doing the ASPO contest. Right, right, right. Um, but so you would have been another one of the members of the of that. Of yeah. That eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I inherited okay. a couple of your guys, but not a lot. Um, but. Started riding for him in 78. Probably started working at the factory in 79 or 80. Mm-hmm. And then they said, 
well, we'll tell that story <laughs> later. Yeah, it was probably right. 81 I or 82. You remember going to Santa Fe, mm -hmm. and you were yeah. at the Santa Fe shop, weren't you? Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I remember first time tip. walking into that shop and just like, just mind blown. Yeah. Because it was like, and also it was because it was, you know, it was a wood shop, and there was all these other yeah, companies. That right. Like, yeah. Sims wow, board. Sims. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at, look at that Brad Bowman with the cutouts. Right, And, and right. all that stuff, you know. Yeah, I remember, you know. I remember I had the that. same so. feeling the first time I walked in there. The same thing. So I'm Bowman's sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, no. so now it's 79, 80. Yeah. I think it was about 80 when I moved on. Yeah. yeah. So. But you, I, and then you picked it up and you became a fan. Oh, yeah. Man. For some, like, again, memory is so foggy to me. For some reason, I thought it was Dale Smith. Well, Dale extent. did for about a half hour. <laughs> uh, and I guess that went really well. Yeah, yeah. I loved Sausage Man to death, but you always knew when he was drilling your boards because oh. you had to redrill the trucks because they were always off a little nice. bit. Hey. Nice. And, you know, but, I mean, I don't yeah. want to throw anybody under the bus. He probably shouldn't put that in there. But anyway. Oh, I mean, everybody's, you got to have yeah. a little thick skin. But, it's yeah, fine. So, you know. yeah, I but think, uh, there was a little bit of a control, you know, quality control. We'll have on all these guys to dispute these stories. And yeah. then that just yeah, gets us further guests on, on the, on the yeah. podcast. Like, yeah. Give them a chance to defend themselves. There's very few people out there still today that I encounter that, that, still know what Madrid was producing for all these other companies yeah, and we, guys. Well, we had I to kind of keep it on the down low. Yeah, sure. Nobody yeah. wanted, none of the other brands wanted anyone to know where sure. the boards were coming yeah. from. Right, right. Yeah. So. Which which makes which brings us back to the whole team managing thing, mm -hmm. the team itself. And, and it was an essential element to be present. But Absolutely. I think even Jerry's mentioned in the past, I mean, Madrid was more like a farm team where, Mm -hmm. So many people oh, started here and used it as, you know, the the springboard to yeah, go sure. on, right? Be, yeah, we've be great at doing other things and stuff. Yeah, we've and, talked and, quite a bit about in, that. And in that respect, there was no better situation, you know. And mm. and uh, I'm quite, you know, I mean, not You're gloss, but a writer. yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I, mean, I was really fortunate. I mean, you know. So when you sort of you reach that point, you say, you know, you were basically just you saw these guys progressing and further and faster and you kind of decided to step away. Was it just from Madrid? Did you continue to skate or did you just say well, I'm I done did, skating I altogether? I continue to skate. Yeah. Um, skate parks started closing and then, of course, right. the ramp thing took off. <clears throat> yeah. I was never really a ramp guy. I don't yeah. like ground wall. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'd skate them. But, you know, we went back to the ditches like the kitty right, right. banks or, or or, or what was it, uh, Flower Street. Flower Street, or, yep, you know, I'm naming Santa. all these old spots. Yeah. That, you know, and then mm -hmm. I got an opportunity to move up north, and I went, I, I lived, moved up to the Bay Area, and I skated oh. Montague Banks and wow. all that kind of stuff. But I don't, you know, still skated, always had a board, so I never really quit. Yeah. But I did quit competitive skating. Sure, right. Yeah. And also, it, 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 all this stuff happened all at once. Mm -hmm. Um and I also made the decision that I wanted to be a photographer. That's, yeah. That was going to be my career path. And and it, it, I got to back up a little bit. Back in my Lakewood days, this is kind of how it all came about. I'm riding to my girlfriend's house who lived a few blocks from the skate park. And I'm riding my bike to her house one day. And I roll up and like I turn down this street. And as I'm, and it's the middle of the day. And as I'm going down the street, I look and I see sitting on the curb is a camera. It's a twin. It's one of those twin lens cameras. Those ones that you look down into. Right, right, right? like a brownie or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It was an old Yashica now. Right. Here's this camera sitting there, and I look around, and there's nobody on the street. 
nobody around. I'm like, what the heck? What? <laughs> oh, it's just sitting there. It's like, well, okay. I pick it up. Fine now, right? <laughs> so, you know, and, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, I got this camera. And I, I had, as a really young, I, in, I lived in Mexico City for a few years. And I had a cousin. And we, he's the one that got me started in the photography thing, you know, printing and darkroom yeah. and stuff and all that. Well, anyway, but skateboarding took all that yeah, over. Sure. Right? I, had, I even took, it's so funny, I, I took photography in 11th grade. 10th grade, Jordan High, mm-hmm. Mr. Horry was the photo teacher. And I got, I've only ever gotten one F in school, and it was no photography. <laughs> honest to God. And it was because it was the class after lunch. And we'd go uh, out at lunchtime, and yeah. we didn't always make it back. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I find this camera. I take it over to Lakewood Center, had a, had a camera shop in the, in the mall there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, I'm going to see how much money this thing's worth. Maybe yeah. they'll give me some money on it. Gas money, all right? We can go, you know, we can drive, we can get some gas money and go down to Del Mar or right, something. Right, right. Yeah. I walk in there. Yeah. I'm just this kid, you know, long hair, slip-ons, you know, my my OP shorts, right? right? <laughs> or whatever. I walk in there and I talk to the guy. I said, hey, I got this camera. You guys interested in buying this camera? The guy looks at it and he goes, yeah, I'll give you 10 bucks for it. <laughs> and I was like, 10 bucks? <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, I was like, this guy's trying to rip me off. Yeah. You know? like, I said, no, you know what? Give me 10 bucks worth of film. Screw you. Nice. Right? And so I started taking pictures. Well, this camera, obviously, it wasn't the kind of camera that you would shoot skate with. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but it sparked my interest. You know, I took it to the skate park. And I was like, well, this is kind of cool. And I just, and I, I don't know, I just had a moment where I was like, this is what I want to do. This mm-hmm. is, I'm nice. going to be a photographer. That's awesome. And I bought a little camera and started shooting and went to school. And while I was in school... I would, you know, I had all these assignments for class or whatever, and I'd always try to shoot skateboarding. And then I started showing up at, like, I had at one point, my house got robbed, and I lost, like, all of my boards that I had right, when I was a kid. Right. It happened when I moved up north. I was going to come back for this big trunk, this chest that had all these mm. negatives in it, all my, you know, my stuff, gone, <coughs> just gone. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. So it left me with just, I have a bunch of stuff that I shot at Whittier, you know, the turkey shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a bunch of stuff. And interestingly enough, some of that stuff, it's been used. Like it was in uh, Dwayne Peters' documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, just recently, Tony Hawk had his the, the, the movie. Yeah. Some of my images are in that from, off, yeah. from back then. Nice. This is 81 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like my first skate photos. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I made a decision that I wanted to do photography and, and that's kind of it's kind of funny how skateboarding kind of launched that, mm-hmm. you know, and then I went for my career in photography and then going full circle, I decided at one point, you know, I think I'm going to shoot some skating just for fun, you know. But I'd already this was 2004 maybe. Right. Whatever, I decided eh, try you know, at this at that point I was full blown commercial photographer. That's mm-hmm. what I did. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, gosh, I paid the rent with photography since I was twenty five. You know, wow. so I have a full awesome. career. You know, done everything. Anyway, I decided to to, to focus on on skating, and that's kind of what. Uh, and for the longest time, that was like my main focus, not mm-hmm. the skateboarding photography, not even my other commercial work that really paid the bills. Right, man, there's no money in skateboard photography yeah. at all. Right? Poor is poor. Yeah, yeah, and so, but then I kind of came back to it, and, and 
I really got into it. And, uh, That's early 2000, you said? 2004? Yeah, early, early 2000. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then a bunch of things happened. I mean, I don't want to, I guess I'm pushing forward, but, um, you know, I got tied, I got, I got hooked up with Concrete Wave. We did a bunch of stuff with Michael Brook. Right. He gave, uh, Christian Cooper is mm-hmm. a, was a friend, was a good friend of mine, and he's an amazing uh, uh, artist. And he comes from the early days. He he worked at Deluxe. Oh wow! And okay. he was one of their artists uh, that did all these graphics and whatnot. And uh, to this day, he still does. Like he he was doing all of Jeff Grosso's graphics and, and all yeah. that. So just an amazing artist. He worked at Fox on The Simpsons. Nice. I mean, the guy's just he's great. He's a super good artist. Anyway, we teamed up. And Michael Brook would give us free reign to do whatever we wanted in the magazine. He'd give us like six pages or whatever, and we were doing these crazy stories. And it was weird too, because you look through the magazine, and there was clearly, I mean, the 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 difference between what we were doing and the rest of the magazine. Sure. It certainly didn't flow. It's like, whoa, this is different, you know. Right. And it was because we were focused on bowl pools, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And at that time, it was still. Street was the king. Oh, yeah, right. sure, you would right. never see a, a pool shot in Thrasher or yeah. any of that. Yeah. I mean, we, so we were just doing our own thing. And, of course, Michael was you know heavily, they were into longboarding. Right. So mm-hmm. it was kind of cool because they were kind of doing their own thing, and they were letting us do our own thing away from what you know was being force-fed to the rest. Right, you know, right. With the street thing <clears throat> and everything. Um, and then I got caught. Then, I, then we joined uh, Concrete Disciples. Mm-hmm. With Jeff Greenwood. Jeff Greenwood started Concrete Disciples, and he brought Christian and I in, made us partners. So there's the three of us, and I did that for about ten years, and uh, didn't make a dollar, <laughs> 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 but it was amazing. It was really yeah. we did some really cool stuff. Um, we uh, oh, I used to piss off the magazines at Thrasher. Oh yeah. my god, they hated me. Oh, so it was great. Why is that? Well. They didn't really have a web presence. You sure. Know, we were, this was early, early on. Yeah. Oh, so we okay. had this huge web web presence. And I'd show up to an event. You know, I'd cover an event. We would cover it like a magazine would cover it. Yeah. Right. right. And right. the photography level was high. The the writing was high. We would do these event things. And it'd be out the next day, yeah. two days later. Whereas yeah. the magazines were like the next printing. Right. Yeah, cycle, sure. You right. know? So Three we'd already blown it out. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, and so they, you know, oh, there's MRZ. Oh no, you know, like, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't care for that. So, for the longest time, I had a hard time getting getting any work into into Thrasher yeah. because of that. Yeah, yeah. Eh, you know, at the end, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. I got to be. I've been in all the magazines yeah. and all the, you know. Now, did you go to school specifically for photography? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where did you go? Went to Long Beach. Okay. Yeah. Um, but more more. More importantly, uh, or where I really got my education was, I went through a vocational program in Long Beach um, and thought that I wanted to go to Art Center. Mm-hmm. Art Center in Pasadena is like the Harvard, mm-hmm. if you will. I mean, it's like the high, that's where, you know, big, that's the right. big photo design school. Right. right? It also costs an arm and a leg. Yeah. So me naively thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll apply at, at, at Art Center. And work at the studio, you know, get a job at somebody's studio or something mm-hmm. to pay for it. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, if at the time I thought I could do that. Yeah. Well, I started. I went to Art Center, got accepted. You know, you had to go through this whole process thing. Got accepted just in the first. There's like a multi, 
interview thing, whatever yeah. process. Um, I got past the first thing where they looked at my work. They said, okay, yeah, you know, you're obviously, <clears throat> you're, you know, you could, you passed that part. And we got into the finance part. I didn't have uh, scholarships yeah. or nothing. Yeah. And it was insanely expensive. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I got to start working. Yeah. So I got job and I got a job uh, at a studio. Um, I was working in studios and, uh, gosh, I worked in all these different studios for years. Shooting a product, shooting portraits. Everything. A little bit of everything. I worked yeah. in every aspect of it. My first, ironically, my first job, my first studio gig out of school, I got a job working for a guy named Mike Nevue. And Mike Nevue had a big studio in Gardena, but he was co-owners of Iron Man magazine, bodybuilding, yeah, fitness right. stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, me, I could give a rat's ass about it. Look at me, <laughs> right. you know. I don't, I don't give a shit about bodybuilding, right? right. You yeah. know, but it was a job, and it was a yeah. photo job. And more than that, uh, he gave me the opportunity to have, like, to do my own articles. Like, they'd give me the, the worst crappy articles, like, you know. I had to do a shot, or, or for example, uh, uh, oh, you know, some people have super sensitive taste buds. Yeah. You know, well, I got to illustrate that. Right? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I ended up like painting somebody's tongue blue and putting a Superman logo on it. And so the photos oh just, you know, I got yeah, to do some cool, fun man. stuff. Yeah, I got that's to be cool. creative. Absolutely. And, he let me, and I was getting printed in a magazine. Yeah. Like, Whoa, this is rad. That's cool. And on top of that, the guy also was a commercial photographer. So he did. You know, uh, he had a full gym in his studio. The studio was insane, massive. And he had a full gym in there so he could shoot workout stuff and everything. Yeah. But he also did product stuff. And I learned a lot from him. Um, oh boy, I could tell you the funniest stories. Oh, my gosh. Some of these, you know. And and this guy, this Mike Nevue guy, was the best. He was the top guy in that world, mm -hmm. photography-wise. Yeah. He was like, he was the, all the guys, all everybody wanted to be photographed by him. He was truly the best. He was really good. Still is. But uh, so we'd have all the, the all the uh, uh, action, you know, Stallone and yeah. all these dudes would come to right. Arnold, shot Arnold a bunch of times. Yeah. I could tell you, after all this is over, remind me, I'll tell you an Arnold joke that I can't share <laughs> here. When the mics are off, I will Noted. tell you something Noted. that will crack right. me up. Anyway. Sorry, listeners. That's uh, okay. not, not for everyone I can't today. throw him under the bus. <laughs> he'll, throw, he'll literally no. throw you under the bus. <laughs> yes, right? yeah. yes. But anyway, it was, a, it was a neat time. I got to do all the celebrities cool. yeah. and all this stuff. And then, um, but from there, I moved on to another studio where a really high-end advertising studio. Um, we did uh, uh, the Budweiser Frog campaign, for sure. example. Yeah. Budweiser. Right. Yeah. Had, to build a, had to build a big lagoon. In the studio, nice. like oh my gosh. that's cool. That's you fun. Giants. Well, the so frogs were, were probably shit. were probably you know at least the size of a manhole cover. These big frogs, <laughs> and there was three of them, and they're animatronic. You yeah. Know? They're uh -huh. yeah, yeah. So we built this big set, and I'll never forget. We had to build a pool <clears> pond, <throat> and it had it was massive. You know, thirty foot by thirty foot pond, wow. and it had about eight inches of water in it. And then we had it all wet. And I remember sending. I sent this guy to the. To the to the camp Sammy's camera store. He's up in Hollywood, uh, on La Brea. Sent him up there, but next door was a pet store, and I had him buy. I just said, "Hey man, here, here's twenty five bucks. It's all the money I got on me." I said, "I want you to buy as many goldfish as you can for this twenty five bucks. Don't let Myron see you." Myron was the photographer at the time at this at this big studio. I was a lighting tech slash mm -hmm. second shooter. Anyway, this kid sneaks in these goldfish. I dump them into the set into the pond, right? Well, anyway, the guy, the, the, the main photographer is out there, and he's, he's noodling. He's, like, adjusting the frog, and he sees something move out of the corner of his eye. He's like, oh, what? Oh, my God. What? 
And he's like looking around going, oh, what? What's going on here? What? And there's all these fish <laughs> running around. And he just screamed. <coughs> At the time, I was, you know, they knew me by my first name, which is Madison. Mm-hmm. Like, Mad! They called me Mad. Mad! They show up in the photos. You're paying for it. <laughs> and I was all freaking out. So we used, to, we used to do all kinds of practical jokes. But anyway, um, I worked at that studio for quite a while. I worked for Sports Illustrated for a while. Uh, I worked, you know, I've, I've done, I've worked in different, you know, I worked with a celebrity photographer for a while. Um, interiors, food, I mean, you name it. I've, I've had my, I've had the experience with it. And because of all those years of doing that, I, uh, within the industry there, those, those studios in Hollywood, I got known for my lighting skills. Cool. Being able, you know, I was like a, a lighting tech, and they'd bring me in to do, you know, to light all these nice. sets. Um, but and then you know, I obviously I broke out on my own and did my own thing, and had a real good, had a few really really good years where I traveled all over the world with, you know, uh, one of my clients. I did a lot of annual reports. They shoot for Mattel, Avery Dennison. Uh, then I did like cruise lines. I had to shoot a cruise line. That was pretty cool. They'd send me. You know, I mean, I'd go on these ships, these yeah. cruise ships, but it wasn't not like Carnival or any of that kind of thing. The yeah. ships they had had sails, mm-hmm. but they were big. Hmm. They, they, you know, seven hundred passengers. Yeah, but sails. I mean, it's it was pirate, really cool. Like a pirate ship, shoot. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, they'd send me all over the place. But um, hmm. anyway, so yeah, I, I had a little piece of all of it. Yeah. You know, I've been real fortunate. <clears throat> yeah. In that sense, and coming back to skateboarding. You know, I, I realized that, you know, I, I was looking at the work and, and what, what people were doing. And, and most people, their career path was, if they were going to be photographers, they started as skate photographers. Yeah, right. right. And, then, and they would branch out and try to work in the real world. Yeah. Right? The commercial world. Well, for me, it was the opposite of that. Yeah. I come from the commercial world and would show up to do skateboarding. Yeah. So I wanted to bring some production to it. So, and I, and I, and I'd like to think that my photos over the last whatever stood out because of my lighting and yeah. I know um, I know what I've brought to it, what I wanted to bring to it. Um, it's kind of funny too because I uh, I'm shooting I'm shooting X Games. All right, I'm on the I'm right. on the I'm, at, I'm on the deck of the mega ramp, you know, practice, mm-hmm. you know, the, the quarter pipe. Right, trying to shoot mega ramp thing for, and I forget what year this was, early, early on. And I'm sitting there and I got my flash, right? I'm like trying to, trying to light these guys. These guys are doing like 15, 15 foot right, airs yeah, easily, yeah. right? And Dan I'm trying to figure out Jake how can Brown. I get my light up there, whatever. Well, the next day, I, this was like the first day of practice. The next day I had this idea. I showed up with my flash on a stick, <laughs> right? Okay. So I'm holding my flash up on a stick. And I started thinking about it, and, I, and it was working. It was great. Nice. I was able to put light where I wanted it. And I was like, wow, man, I, this, this is interesting. So then I kind of compact it down so that when I was shooting skating, like bowl skating, I could hold this stick, and I could bring it out. I could light it anywhere. I could cross my body. If it was if it was a, a regular footer coming out the front side, I could yeah. cross my arm and shoot this way. And the light became more directional. It wasn't just your standard straight yeah, flash and awesome. it looked different yeah, and it looked yeah. right to me it was like you know to give shape and everything so that was my thing and, and i would show up at contests and stuff with this old beat up battery pack the damn thing weighed like four pounds mm-hmm. over my back with this big reflector on a, and, a, and a light on a stick 
and they would tease me like Darren Nabarat was like you know how many how many channels does that get you know because it looked like a satellite <laughs> you know and messing with and like I could see like all the other all my peers you know all the other yeah. photographers are like what's he doing you yeah know? look at this kook right yeah. but there was no disputing the yeah. quality of the images yeah right so that went on for a couple months me doing all these events next thing I know sure as shit I'm looking across the bowl. Look at Dave Swift's got his light on a stick, huh? Yeah, nice. You know, yeah. it, it like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So thinking like about the, thinking about how you should have applied for a patent for that uh, light yeah, stick, no, that flash stick. Dumb, yeah. it's, it's just funny because, and, and then and then it started becoming, I started seeing, I started bringing more lights to, you know. I remember the Vans pool party because you had the big lighting up on up on over the yeah. bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, you know, it, it was production. I tried mm -hmm. to bring production to it mm -hmm. to make it look different, you know. And then, of course, like it's funny because now I look at that, and that's what everybody's doing. You yeah, know? Right, you right. see multiple lights, multiple flashes, and blah, blah, blah. And some people do it well, some people don't Haven't do it as well. Got the yeah. knack. Yeah, yeah well, they, yeah. Don't, you know, they don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. They yeah. just know that this is the way it's done. Um, and now I've, I've really kind of gone 180 degrees from that now where I really would like to just use natural light. Yeah. You know? I, sure. No lights at all, or, or mm -hmm. one. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, get away from that overly lit sure. you know, thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, I got to be honest. I mean, I, I for for a while there, I started feeling like I'm taking the same photo over and over. Yeah, and over. right. Yeah. It's yeah. just right. different guys. It's the same trick, or it's the same. Like, don't get me wrong. I love it. You know, don't you know? But I can tell you, I covered the Vans pool party for ten years for Vans, and I have pictures of Bucky Lassen doing the same trick in the same spot for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> 10 yeah. photos. I could line them up, right? Because of his line, you know? Right. And that's not a good, that's not just Bucky, it's all of them. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? I've got, sure, of course. You know, that's like, what they're I, used I to. Make this different, yeah. right? And so, one year, the technical photo nerd that I am, I go in and I decide I'm going to color temp. I'm going to find out what the color of all these lights are. I had a you know, I had a color meter. I I I measured all the colors of all the lights and you know technical thing right i made it so it all balanced if you look at pictures of the indoor at the combi most guys the bowl looks orange or mm -hmm. you know it's because of the, the the lighting that's up there to see sure. it. it's one of the worst places to take photos mm -hmm. anyway i cleaned it all up made it all technically clean shot it and looked at it like this looks weird it's mm -hmm. right the lights yeah. are all balanced yeah. it's all clean but nobody's ever seen it like this and yeah. it looked weird right I, I was I'm always trying to do something to mix it up, make it different. Yeah. To keep me motivated, you know. Yeah. Right. Like I'll shoot film or I'll, you know, I, I was I'm a crazy photo nerd. I built cameras and I'll try different things, shooting film and awesome. whatnot. And anyway, try to keep it fresh. But did you have any aversion to the digital changeover? Were you, are you a purist in the sense that you you fought digital and wanted to keep shooting on no, film? Or? No. Um, I embraced <clears throat> digital very very early on mm -hmm. like some of the first digital cameras not because well again in the commercial world film was out sure. none of my clients wanted yeah. film so i had to jump into the first digital cameras and then when i brought that to skateboarding the gear like it kind of it, it is it is a drag because those early i look at my early early work and some of those cameras those digital cameras you know four megapixel camera yeah. you know and, and the flash sync was low and not it didn't you couldn't freeze the action and it was like we were dealing with 
equipment that wasn't really you know there but yeah i had to embrace it so i did sure. embrace yeah. it um you know but i love film i mean it would yeah. have, but i can't justify shooting film unless i'm being paid yeah or sure. it's a, or it's a special project mm-hmm. that i'm working on because it's just too cost prohibitive yeah you know yeah um but i still do it i still on occasion you know i'll shoot large format four by five and do some weird stuff um but no, I, I had to embrace it. Yeah, adapt and, or die. And you know what? To be honest, it's like, you know, if we're talking, you know, in the world of photography, what a great time because yeah. as, as, as much as it is a drag as a working photographer to lose work to some kid with a phone, Yeah. right? right. But in the terms of, of visual photography, like when I became a photographer, it came at a cost. Yeah, like you, sure. You, there was a, 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 an investment of money to learn, like, you know, you had to buy film. You had to pay for the film. You had to pay for the processing. Mm-hmm. You're testing. Oh, I blew that, right? Oh, I got to do it again. There was there was a cost involved. Well, m- you know, with digital, you bought a digital camera. Now all of a sudden, you're shooting thousands of photos. Yeah. And if you're smart, you learn from your mistakes at a limited cost. Yeah, so sure. to enter the world of photography became way easier. Yeah, way less of a commitment. Um, and again, I mean, because of the influx of of all this media. Were you know, there's a lot, ninety? Well, I shouldn't say ninety, but a lot of it's horrible. Yeah. But yeah. there are good. We're seeing, you know, there's there's interesting stuff always happening that you wouldn't necessarily have seen back then. Yeah. Right. Film cameras, you know. So the pros and cons of the advent of you know modern and, and continuing technology is sure. that it, it does put it in the hands of creatives and users in a much easier and more affordable way, which in a way is great. Everyone can do it, right? It's the right. whole DIY spirit. You want to be a filmmaker. Here's a MacBook. You know, yeah. you want to be a photographer. Here you go. But yeah. the cost of that is, you know, you've got uh, uh, quantity over quality, right? Absolutely. So it's a trade-off for sure. And there's so much of that. I, I, I cringe. I look. Sometimes I, you know, I'll look on Instagram and everything, and I just look at this, and I, and people are like rad photo, and I'm like, no, that sucks. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, yeah. likes. They're like, no, man, <laughs> this is horrible. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. You know. now, my wife is a photographer, so she oh, struggles okay. with that too. You know, yeah. and, and you know, Instagram certainly has turned everyone into a large quotes professional photographer. Right. Everyone's a photographer now. You know, but it's, I, I was know. really ner- I mean, it no doubt affected my business. Yeah. Certainly on skateboarding. I mean, now it, it's interesting. Like, I'm good friends with Deville, right? Deville News, and he's the team manager for Powell, um, and he's he started as a skate photographer, right? Mm-hmm. And uh. uh now he's a team manager, but he's also the photographer. He has to create right. content, and that is kind of what all these <coughs> skate companies have done. They've right. made their team managers the responsible for content as well. Right. So they're either videographers yeah. or photographers. I mean, um, right. look at Rhino, perfect example yeah. with Independent, right? Yeah. He's also he's a photographer. That's where he got his start. Now he, but he's also the TM. So that kind of that position kind of morphed into this content, right. Right. and I and at first I was like. Where am I gonna? I, I want to do this. Yeah, right? make yeah, me. Right. A, you know, but then it's like, do I really want to babysit all these little shitheads? That's no. the whole thing. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to do it's, that. It's <laughs> take these guys on. I yeah. want to take the photos and then see you later. You yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to worry about your eating habits or you know your yeah. dietary constrictions while we're on the road. No. Nothing yeah. against any of the pros out there. They're right. all lovely right. people. I have a real love hate relationship with with uh, with Instagram. As you should. I mean, that's a normal reaction. Well, man. the crazy thing about it is, I feel I, I I'm partially, in a, in a small degree, guilty 
of uh, all the magazines are gone. Yeah. Well, we got Thrasher, right? Yeah. Right. But really, what else is there? You mm-hmm. know, there's not much out there. Sure, yeah. people are producing their little zines and all that. Mm-hmm. That's that's all good. That's great, actually. Love print, but you know, in a small way, I know that we were partially responsible for killing the magazines by being a digital entity, yeah. you know, and, and just right. fl- flooding the, 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 the thing to the point where really what it came down to is as, as, a, as, as a digital photographer, I devalued my work. Yeah. Like, I'll go out like, I, I was just talking to Lance the other day. We're working on, I'm working on a project with Lance Mountain, mm-hmm. Nike, right? Well, a while back, I did the video for his shoe release, mm-hmm. right? And didn't do it as a normal video. I did it as I shot. Uh, um, well, we did it in sequence. It was still in yeah. just but just high high frame rate. They turned it into video to look like Super Eight, whatever. Nice man. I worked on that goddamn thing for over a year. Yeah. Right. We you know every time I go out and shoot all this stuff, all this work went into it. Got it. And it's a great piece. Love it. I mean, it really came out nice. And Nike put it on their website one day. <laughs> On YouTube, one day, never promoted it. Was yeah, it? yeah. I mean, oh, you could search God. it out and find it, but yeah, all that work, gone. You know, just that's because that's the attention span we have today, man. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's the way crazy. it is. That's what we've created. And yeah, I, and I and I think about it, and it's like even now, it's like I just for years I've just given my stuff away, just put it on Instagram, yeah, to share. And I had to at a certain point, you know, at first I like all these companies would be like. You know, pick up if I had a picture of one of their writers up on my Instagram, they take it and put it on their Instagram. Right, you know? sure. And they're promoting their brand. Yeah. And I'd be like, where's, where's the, the love? The, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, for sure. But that yeah. wasn't there. It's yeah. never there. Yeah. Um, now, there was a couple companies that, you know, was really good about that was S1. Right. He's Dan the and Chris. Chris. Chris would hit me up and say, hey, Ray, you know, can I, can I shoot you 50 bucks or something to use this photo of Lonnie? Hiramoto yeah. or right. whatever, right? So one of their guys with the helmet, and I'd be like, "Yeah, right on. Yeah, sure, right?" Because everybody else is just gonna take it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, uh, the, the base minimum is is some photo credit, you know, social media etiquette, man. At least well, tag yeah, the photographer well, yeah, and give that, you some kind that. of credit. But you know, even in the even in the days of the uh, when we did have magazines, yeah, I did a lot of work for a lot of small companies that starting up and yeah they didn't have a lot of money i got it you know and if i could help them and they give me product or yeah. whatever but you know i can't tell you how many times i got approached with you know uh hey you know we'll give you some product and you'll get you'll get a byline yeah right? yeah yeah i don't need that yeah you know? let I don't me tell you promotion man. you know what i mean it's not gonna get me anyway 20 There's, years deep being a graphic artist i still have people go well we don't really have a budget but uh it's really good for your portfolio <laughs> oh man no, not at that. this stage you know <laughs> there's a story and i'm not going to name the photographer but he's kind of my hero he told me a story he got hit up from stance socks mm-hmm, right right stance had blown up they were already like doing the NBA thing, all the socks. They were huge, right? Mm-hmm. And they, he had a skate photo, right? And he's a big-name photographer. And uh, anyway, they call him up, and he's like, uh, you know, hey, you know, we want to use this picture of so-and-so for, for an ad. Are you down with that? And he's like, well, yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, what, okay, what, you know, how much, what's the usage? What's yep. the usage rights? And that's real-world photography, yeah, you know? Right. What is, what's the usage rights? And how much is, what's the budget here? Blah, blah. Oh, well, uh, 
you know, they're on the phone, right? And he's, well, uh, uh, we were thinking we could, you know, maybe give you some sauce. Mm. And, he, and he goes, <laughs> and he pauses, and he goes, uh, hold on a second. Wait, wait just a second. Let me, let me get, can you hold for a minute? And, you know, they're like, yeah, sure. He puts them on hold, right? And he sits there, and he's just silence for a while. Then he picks up on the phone. He says, yeah, you there? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think? He says, well, listen, I just called my landlord. He isn't going to accept socks for the rent this month. So that ain't going to work. Perfect, the man. crazy thing is they said, okay, well, thank you. And hung up. And of that's course, it. yeah. And they got some photo from some kid of course. who shot it on his phone yeah. Yeah. who was Guaranteed. happy to get a pair of socks. Yeah. So yeah. that's where that's where the, the photo world in, in the skate industry that's where it's at, you know. It's, it's everything, man. I mean, it's, it's not just photo. It's oh, not no, just I, skate. It, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. where we're at, it's, you know. It's the, it's, the climate it's, we're in. It's people, you know. They have to have instant validation. They have to have, in, you know, they're entitled to just. It's like everything is free, fair use mm-hmm. in their yep. minds. Yeah. And a lot of that is due to social media and right. just the advent right. of, you know, you put it out there. I'm going to take it and use it. It means that's it's free. It, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I, I had to. I had to come to terms with that because my images were being picked up left yeah. and right. And, and I would draw the line where I, I was like, okay, if, if it was a company that like had reciprocated, who had hired me in the yeah. past or something like that, <clears throat> no problem. We can use it all day long. Sure. That was easy. I wasn't you know, sure. trying to be you know, uh, a pain or anything. But if they took the image and put it into print, which has happened, like yeah. straight up really? pulled off the internet and showed up in the magazine. Yeah. Never talked to me once, you know. Or if it turned up in something like, or a, a big ad where, like, somebody, and I'm not going to name them, got like a, a an American Express ad. They used my photo. Wow. Nobody said a word to me, you know. I was like, whoa, this is kind of mm. weird, right? But, um, you know, it usually, it, I had to come to terms with it. And I, again, I kind of, because I was into it so early on with our website, with Concrete Disciples, I mean, at one point, we were having over a million views early on. Really? Early on. Yeah. Before, you know, uh, before, mo- there weren't that many. Mm-hmm. You know, s- at least, I think Slap was coming Slap, up at the time. Yeah. Um, but then Thrasher finally did their their online in, you know, presence. But, so I feel, you know, I'm to, I'm to blame, you know. I, got, I, know heck, I can only blame myself yeah. You know, yeah. for putting this stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, the the... the the fulfillment of it was was stoking out my friends. Yeah. Stoking out, you know, like if I got a rad photo of somebody, you know, and I put it out there and they were stoked, I was stoked. Yeah. I mean, right. the best thing ever was catching somebody's first. Yeah. Like, really. Like, you know, and it could have been like a no name guy. That was the beauty of Concrete Disciples, too, because we weren't holding to anybody. We yeah. weren't holding to anybody right. in the industry. We could say whatever we wanted, we could be as controversial as we wanted. We didn't have to feature this writer because they're paying ad revenue. Yeah, right. Nobody yeah. was paying us. So yeah. we, it was free to do whatever we wanted. Yeah. So I could be in a backyard pool session with some no-name guy yeah. that got his first death box. And I got a photo of it, right? Put that on the internet. He's stoked. Yeah. I'm stoked. You know, I was like, captured something. That's what really was great. You know, I got a funny story real quick. Christian Cooper, again, my partner, he would do all the writing, right? And Christian, love him. He's the saltiest, craziest, like, I mean, just tells it, his opinionated guy ever, right? Anyway, we go to do the X Games, 
we're at the X Games, and it was it was at the not Staples, it was the other one. Uh, yeah, Carson. Carson, yeah, yeah. Now and everybody's Dignity walking Hall. around with these giant foam rubber taco hats, <laughs> and you know, oh my God, military's trying to one. get people in there. To, you know, there, there was a full military presence trying to right. you know recruit Sponsored the by young. The US you know, Army. it was yeah. just yeah. it was just weird, right? Yeah. And I'm walking around going, wow, this is truly a circus, right? And I was covering it for Concrete Disciples. Um, and at, also at the time, I was also doing a lot of work for uh, California skate parks. Mm-hmm. They sent okay. me all over the country to right. shoot all their new sure. parks and stuff. Well, this was the first year that they did that concrete bowl. Thing, right. Right. Anyway, I'm shooting all these photos, and I'm but I'm also drawn to the 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 uh, ridiculousness of what's going on. And yeah. These, yeah. these foam rubber hats and these people that are showing up to these events that clearly are not. Skaters yeah, or what, right? right? And I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm taking all these photos. Right. Well, anyway, one day I'm, out, I'm going out to the parking lot, and right next to my car is a, a kicked over beer can and a used condom, right? <laughs> so I take a picture of it, right? Of course, you know, there's a little still life. <laughs> I turn these photos over to Christian, and he writes this story about this is our coverage now of yeah. the X Games, right? He writes this story, and it's called the La- La- some name Lambat or something like that. It's this guy who's wet, who's whose marriage is kind of on the rocks, right? So, and he lives in the you know in the Midwest somewhere, and he decides, you know what? I'm going to take the family. We're going to go to the X Games. We're going to connect as a family, and it's going to be awesome, right? So they go to the X Games, and all kinds of crap happens in the story. Well, anyway, his wife runs off with one of the BMXers. There's the condom <laughs> shot, right? The kids are like they hate him. You know, it's just this really dark, gnarly story, right? You know, there's pictures of there's pictures of people with their Taco Bell hats, and it's just ridiculous. The whole thing, super gnarly story. In the end, the guy like, you know, it's like picks up a gun, like he's gonna kill it, commit suicide or something. It was dark and gnarly. (laughs) Well, the next year, when I go to get my media pass for the X Games, you're like, uh, uh. You're wow. You can't come really? in here, right. right? So they banned us. It was nice. the best. Yeah, they banned us, go. right? But I was still working for uh, uh, Joe Joe C California Skate Parks, so that was my way in. Right? Yeah. So yeah. the ESPN guy from X Games comes up to me. Says, what are you doing here? I said, I'm working, man. Yeah. He says, Well, how, how did you get in here? What, what do you mean you're working? I said, I work for California Skate Parks. I'm shooting the, yeah. the park. He goes. All right, all right. He goes, listen, you're not going to roast us again, are you? And I say, hey, listen, don't do lame shit. (laughs) It's that simple. Do you have a favorite, uh, I guess you call it a subject, or or what you like to shoot, whether it's, you know, portrait work or, or, you know, what what do you like? What do you prefer to shoot? What's your favorite thing Well, if I could do skateboarding all the time, that's what I would do. That's the correct answer. Skateboarding is, and that's where it comes from, really. Uh, But... To pay the bills, you know, I got to do whatever comes down the pipe. And luckily for me, I have the experience in all these different genres of photography yeah. that I've been able to to do all these different things. So um, I, 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 that's a hard question. I don't really because I go through phases. Like, yeah. I mean, I've gone through like food. Like I've shot mm-hmm. food for a long time. I worked at the studio. We did all all El Pollo Loco, and mm-hmm. and to this day, you walk into like El Pollo Loco, you look up on the menu board. Yeah, I shot that. Raise a room burrito. Yeah, yeah right exactly. That's exactly. cool. But so, you know, things kind of, Yeah. it's weird. I fall into weird, weird things. I mean, yeah. right now I am, I'm, uh, I am a brand ambassador for Pelican. Um, Saw that. Yeah, yeah. Pelican, Pelican cases. They make cases, right. cool. coolers, 
mm -hmm. uh, backpack or well, yeah, they have the backpacks, mm -hmm. flashlights and stuff like that. And I've been I've been a brand ambassador for them for about five years now. Cool. Um, but they're also a client, mm -hmm. so I shoot probably eighty now, not as much, but for a while there, I mean, I used they had an in-house studio, and I that's where all my gear was, and I cool. did all the product photography. Nice. Which. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, black box on white. Yeah. Not too yeah, exciting. Yeah. But I did start to venture off, start shooting a lot of the uh, application stuff. Like, mm -hmm. they're, uh, these people are not going to give a shit about any of this that we're talking about. <laughs> no, that's not but, true. There's but, some photographers uh, um, out there. You know, they're, they're big clients, you know, government. So yeah, right. police, fire, you know, medical, all that kind of stuff. So I'm shooting in helicopters. I'm shooting SWAT teams yeah, running yeah. around because they make <coughs> gun cases, military yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. So I got to do a lot of lifestyle stuff, and that's fun. So I do enjoy that. Yeah. So I guess if I, if I, it would be people lifestyle. Yeah. If I could focus on that, that would be. Not inanimate objects so much. Right. I mean, I could yeah. do it. I've done yeah. it. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah. like I, could do, I do it all day long. Yeah. But, uh, given the preference, I think the lifestyle stuff would be. Yeah, for sure. Fun. I mean, you recently had a solo show yeah. in Long Beach, right? Yeah, yeah. I, called, I called it Pool It. Yeah. And that it, it came from, love my wife. My wife's the best. Love you, honey. Anyway, she, <laughs> my wife at one point, she's a, she's a prop stylist, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, stylist or whatever. And so she collects props and everything. But she, at some, one point she bought, this is kind of a side, but this is how I came about with the name of this project. She found some some uh, home and garden L.A. Times magazines from like the 50s, early 50s, okay. mid 50s, whatever. And in this, and I guess on the weekend, they would do a garden magazine thing, mm -hmm. right? And it was all garden stuff. But in these newspapers were the pool ads, Blue Haven, uh, you know, wow. all, the, all, the, all these. And it was a large <coughs> format magazine thing. Well... She brought me all these. She goes, check these out. I was like, whoa, these are crazy. And it was like, you could have a swimming pool for 1500 bucks, yeah. and we'll throw in this blender. And they were all pool. drawn, you know, graphic things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I photographed them all. I did all and I, oh, to man. reproduce them. And in one of them, hidden in one of these Blue Haven ads, it said, pool it. Right? That's awesome. And, yeah. and so I was like, oh, that's it. I'm going to do pool it. <laughs> And I had done a show years before, uh, uh, and it was with the same gallery people, and it was called Heroes and Zeros. Mm -hmm. And the whole premise was, we're all just skateboarders. Yeah. Right? Didn't, yeah. You know, but in that show, I had the top pros and the no-name just right. skate rats, yeah. right? So it was, we're all together. So anyway, this show that I just did was, it had been about t a decade um, and we ca I called it Pool It, Heroes and Zeros, and it was nothing but pool skating. It was all just pool shots that awesome. I'd done over a 10-year span. And again, it was Pool It, Heroes and Zeros, so you know, I'd had everybody from Tony Hawk to people, you know, somebody that nobody's ever heard of, yeah. right? And it was just all there. And it was it was pretty cool. I whew, Somebody asked me the day, are you ready to do another one? Man, not like that. Yeah. I hung almost 200 prints. Yeah. Yeah. It was big. Yeah, wow. um, had an amazing turnout. I mean, I couldn't be happier. You know, sold enough to you know pay for everything. It didn't awesome. cost me anything. Um, and it was uh, it was great. And I also I also took the opportunity to kind of pay tribute to one of my friends, Jeff Grasso, who yeah. passed away. Yeah. And uh, uh, ironically, consequently, um, this month, the end of this month is mm -hmm. his passing. Yeah. It's been on my mind a lot. 
anyway, he was a really close friend of mine. And so I kind of did a little tribute wall to him. Awesome. Where yeah. it was nothing right. but all these Grosso photos. Because I really, um, because we were friends, you know, I, I probably photographed him in these later years yeah. more than anybody. Yeah. And also stuff right. that, that, you know, just hanging out, those kind of yeah. you know, images. Yeah, candid shots. And, kid and, yeah. You right. know, all that kind of stuff that, not the norm. So. Yeah. Anyway, that was part of That's the show. That's awesome. Yeah. That was part of the show. And it, was, yeah. it, was, it was real successful. That's yeah. great, man. You still skateboarding today? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I can. I've had some injuries and, yeah. and whatnot. I've had, you know, getting old, you know. I had a knee replacement a couple yeah. of years, about a year ago. And I'm kind of coming back from that. But still, slowly, yeah, Heck I still yeah. try to go. Yeah. Um, you know, anymore, it sounds like, I, sa- I would say I'm probably out shooting pool skating well now right. with this weather for the last few months it's been non-existent <sighs> right. but yeah. for the most part i'm out at least once a week awesome um doing pool shooting but a lot of times i don't skate i get yeah. there it's a weird yeah. thing too because i want to skate but i'm photographing grant taylor and yeah. and, and, right. and, and tristan rennie and guys right. that are just on yeah. such a gnarly level yeah there's no way i want to like jump in this and like oh look i made it over the light you know <laughs> right, like, right. Like, you know these guys are just phenomenal so yeah I so i don't i don't necessarily get to skate yeah and i've been and it that's been all along and yeah. i've yeah. been into some of the raddest spots yeah. ever and it just god i wish i would have skated that yeah you know? but no i'm so caught up in there's a there's a fine line too between you know it's always great to skate with with guys that are better than you because it kind of pushes you to want to go a little bit further and go a little bit harder but if you're just swarmed by pros that are just ripped yeah. the last thing you want to do is step on your board yeah. in front of these guys yeah, it's no terrible way. man no yeah way. I get like, like that with Tony Hawk back in the day yeah you just yeah, yeah. we've talked about yeah you go to a park and there's a kid you know at least more than half your age just ripping it up you're like what am i doing here man yeah, you know yeah. i'm gonna come back after hours and it's old right. guy hours do the old man sessions yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's your with skateboarding what's your favorite place that you've shot Ooh, that's a tough one favorite place uh pink motel or or uh, angelo's yeah, I mean, or... yeah those are all up there but <clears throat> I, I had a unique experience a while back there is a ditch that runs downhill, and it's, I'm giving something away here. Listen up, guys. Google it. Etnies, close to Etnies. <coughs> anyway, I know that a, ditch. I used to work at Etnies. Well, there's a ditch that runs along the freeway that goes right. underground. Right. And it just drops. It's a, it's downhill. Mm-hmm. You have to climb down this wall to into the channel to even get it, get to it. Um, but it's, it's a half pipe, mm-hmm. right? But not very high on the side. But if you are underground, it is pitch black. Right. So you're bombing the hill with headlamps and watching the guy in front of you, kind of you know. Anyway, that was a that was an amazing, just an amazing experience. I, the first time I went, this guy took me there. I had no idea what to expect. Right. right. He says you got to do you have a headlamp? I was like, yeah, I do. You know, so bring your headlamp and got to climb down this rope, blah blah blah. And uh, he had he had his downhill board and he had his pool board or or, or his you know right. whatever his regular board. And I had just my board. And a backpack with all my camera gear in it, and, and I'm following him, and it, it, it was so rad. It just pitch black, right yeah. down this tunnel, and then it would open up, and you'd see sky. You know, it open up for a little bit, and right. then you go back into another tunnel. And this went on. It's a long, long run. Yeah. And at one, you know, and he would be like, he would tell me, okay, okay, step on it, right. And this, so you would just let go, 
and then just just start hauling ass because but then we'd get to a spot where it was really right you know and then he'd be right. like you know pull back pull back you know because i'd be like right on him you know he's right in front of me right and all i can see is his back and the, and a little yeah. bit of, of you know what his light was lighting and everything well next thing i know he pulls ahead of me he jumps off and he goes bail bail and oh, i jump shit. off i'm like what 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 he goes look look and in the middle of the run is a rattlesnake. Oh. There's oh. this rattlesnake sitting, and we'd already, we're 30 minutes into this, right? Yeah. And so there's this rat, rattlesnake in the middle of the pipe, and it's pitch black in here, oh my right? God. And I could see it with the headlamp. He goes, whoa, dude, I almost ran into that thing. And I said, wow, that's gnarly. And it's out on downhill, right? Right. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do? You know? And he goes, I don't, I don't know. It's like, because at that point in the pipe, it only went up like not even three feet on either side. Right. And it didn't go to vert. And then it was corrugated. So you couldn't skate up there. Right. So it was kind of narrow in this section. So here's this rattlesnake sitting in the pipe. And we're like, shit, what are we going to do? Right? I don't want to walk back up. Right? Right. Screw that. What are we we got to get past this snake. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, I go, Aaron, give me your board. <coughs> give me your board. He goes, all right. And he hands me his, his downhill his, board, right? Yeah. And I Chuck it at the snake, right? I throw this board, and I'll be damned if I don't miss. I miss the damn thing. It lands on its wheels, and you hear, oh, it's gone, right? It's just going. And he's like, oh, man, good thing I got my backup. And I'm like, yeah. I said, yeah, let me see it. <laughs> he gives threw me that his, one down. He gives me his other board, and I get close, and now the snake is pissed off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's rattling and everything, and I'm like, holy shit, you know, the thing's pissed off. And I, I throw his other board at it. And it grazes it, right? Oh, Just pissed shit. it off even more. But the board landed on its back, so it slid down. So now he has nothing, and I have my <laughs> board, right? And I'm like, "See ya!" Wow, what am I gonna do? We gotta get past this thing, right? So we come up with this plan that we're gonna have to run over, you know, run past sure. the thing. And I said, "Look, I'm gonna go, and then once I get over there, I'll throw you my board." And then you can use, because I'm going to use it as a shield. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, just stupid. But sure as shit, that's the way it worked out. I, I ended up, I ran around the thing, and I had my board down, and it struck, and it hit my board, and it freaked me out. And I just, I flipped out and just, I <laughs> literally just went nuts it. and beat, the sh beat this thing to death. <laughs> Jesus. With my with my board, like beat it in half. Killed the snake, right? And then and so and then we further we went on. The funny thing is, is that we had a buddy that was going to meet us later, yeah. and so he was going to come down the pipe. And it's like, oh man! And he got down there. He's like, dude, something, some an animal or something attacked. There was this giant rattlesnake up there. This animal just chewed the shit out of it. And I'm like, yeah. blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Bits we of ended snake. up taking this when we went back up. We ended up taking the snake and he like made a hat beam out of oh, it or something. Jesus, it was crazy. But that was just one. That was a real exciting kind of right, you know right. weird Something thing different. yeah it was totally different and it's still there now this is going way back and this is when I was on Madrid yeah uh, we were at Lakewood okay and I uh, you know my friends because being there was, was Bobby Valdez right Daryl Miller mm -hmm. Terry Lawrence a lot of the Powerflex people were with right. my friends or whatever and there was a guy named Wiley Coyote Wiley he was a guy that would drive us around all over the place right well we were going to go, 
and we're going to go to Oxnard skate park they had a big metal full pipe mm-hmm. and it sucked man when you got up in that, <laughs> that thing place it, when you got up into the like, past bird in this thing it flexed yeah. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> anyway we decided we're going to do this road trip we jump in this guy's van it's uh, it's uh, bobby wasn't with us but daryl daryl miller terry lawrence um it was desi who was bobby valdez's brother uh quick history lesson bobby valdez inventor of the invert that's right anyway <laughs> Um, his brother, at Lakewood. Was, yeah, at Lakewood, was also a, a, a ripper. Um, so we all jump in this van, and we're driving down the freeway. We're on our way to Oxnard. And I, and I remember Terry Lawrence is in the front passenger seat. She's the navigator, right? And she goes, stop, stop, pool, 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 stop, stop. And we're like, what? We're on the freeway, right? Right. What are you talking about? No, I, I swear to God, I saw a pool. We're like, no way. We get off the freeway. We backtrack back around, and we're looking, looking. And we pull up to what turns out to be an abandoned zoo. And I was like, what, what the hell is it? And we're like, so we, we park the car. We jump this. There's like a hole in the fence and another little fence you got to jump. And we get in and we walk around. And it's all overgrown. Yeah. And all of the uh, uh, enclosures are like skatable. <laughs> like here was the alligator right. pit. It was all wow. Yeah. You could go into what was the polar bear thing. And it was this giant sphere. A giant, you know, like hamster ball, basically. Oh my yeah. gosh, it like was insane. Turning point rep? But crazy. Yeah, like turning point, but concrete. And, wow. And you would hike, like, we'd hike through the bushes and then it would open up, and clearly people were skating it because yeah. it was all yeah. swept, swept out and everything. Yeah, that's There's awesome. graffiti and everything, but <clears throat> we didn't know about this place, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa, this is insane. And there was nobody there, it was just us. And we went back two or three times, never saw another mm. skater, and then went back and it was gone. They demoed it, right? And it was such a weird, unique thing. Well, flash forward, you know, years later, I'm talking to Jay Smith, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Bones Brigader. Anyway, uh, t- and he was from the Valley. And I said, right. yeah, man, you know, we found this spot. And I told him this story. He goes, oh, yeah, that was Jungle Land. I go, what? He goes, yeah, it was Jungle Land. We skated it all the time. <laughs> like, it was no big deal. Like, I was like, we had no idea. We just stumbled upon yeah. this place. And he goes, look it up. And sure enough, online, you can type in Jungle Land, and there's a whole, you know, all these photos of people skating and all that. But for us, wow. yeah. we just we discovered it on our own. It was yeah. pretty rad. That's crazy, It was man. Pretty, a pretty That's neat awesome. experience. Hell yeah. This is funny. I, I learned rock and rolls, right? I had to learn rock and rolls, right? Yeah. And Daryl Miller, we, we sure. were in the keyhole, right? And I was trying them. I was bailing. I was trying them. I was bailing. Daryl Miller's there. And he says, man, you're just stepping off. What the What's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I said, dude, if you don't make the next one, I'm going to sock you up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, all right. So I go up, and I bail, of course, and I'm walking up that waterfall, that little channel thing. Right, right. And he rushes me, and he punches me in the chest. Oh! I'm like, oh, dude, oh what? He says, I told you, you're going to make the next one, right? And I was like, oh, shit. You know? yeah. <laughs> so I go in, and I try, and I bail again. And I'm like, oh, he's not going to hit me again, right? Sure enough, I go over the shallow end and he punches me again. I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> He's like, make that. Stop stepping off. Well, I made the next one, right? And I said, there, I did it. He goes, uh-uh. You got to make three again. or it don't count, right? Hell yeah. And I did. I, so learning rock and rolls? Yeah. yeah. Daryl Miller. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Did you oh, yeah. ever learn frontside rock and rolls? You know, I'd make one out of ten or yeah. something like that. It was like, That's I can't weird. do this. In a, yeah. I can't do this in a contest. You, gotta, <clears throat> you had to be dialed, you know? Right. Yeah. It was the same with frontside inverts. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. 
I had to make one every once in a while. I'd just bail. I could pose them up. Well, does right. this look nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but landing, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, not so much. Just, just get the photo. It's yeah, I mean, my, my, it was interesting because, it, like I said, there was this explosion of progression mm-hmm. in the 80s, you know. And, oh, yeah. and my little bag of tricks, I mean, I could do what was now considered the basics. You know, I could do yeah. board slide rock and rolls. I could do andrix and front and back airs or whatever. Foot plants, fast plants, that was one of my favorites. And, and whatnot, but uh, I don't, you know, that wasn't enough. You had to, you had to do Miller yeah. flips. You had to do, you know, Elgarials or whatever that, you know, whatever the new flavor of the month was. Funny story. Um, this happened a few years ago. Uh, I got a text from Jeff Grossoff. Right, Jeff mm-hmm. texts me and says, "Check this out." He sends me this video clip, and and I watch it, and the sounds off on my phone, and I watch this little clip, and I type, I type up, oh, yeah, that's cool, and he goes. You're an idiot. And I'm like, what? He goes, dude, how stoked are you? And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you are such an idiot. And, he, and you know, this is all on a text. And finally, I call him up. I go, dude, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean? He goes, dude, watch that thing. What? Did you watch it? And I said, no, what, 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 I, I don't get it. And so I turn on the sound, turn it off, and it's the Marina Keyhole Contest. And it's like, next up. Riding for Madrid, Ray Zimmerman. And oh my gosh! There's like footage of you know like a few seconds of my run. I, you know, I did really? like a board slide and Andrick or whatever. But I was like, and when I looked at, I didn't know it was me, right? <laughs> right and he right. says, "You're such an idiot." <laughs> was that Gold Cup or or was that like Aspo or UASA or no? It wasn't a Gold Cup because that was kind of a pro. I don't think they did. Did they? Do, they was, did AMS. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. How do we get a hold of that footage? It's out there. Yeah. Uh, it's out there. You know, I have it on my phone, you yeah, know, because yeah. I was like, wow, this is a trick. But it's a little embarrassing, too, because I did my tricks, and it's just, it's just a quick little clip, right? And then it showed, like, other people in their heat, and Kelly Rosecrans and all these people. Yeah. They're just ripping. Yeah, you know, they're right. doing all this. They start, they, they were able to progress. They were younger than me, but I, for some reason, I was still in their age. I was at the high end of the age right, bracket, yeah. right? But, you know, so they're doing, you know, Flips or whatever the heck they're doing, and, and my stuff was just I'm done. You know? yeah. Funny story about that though, Jerry. I think we had a van. I don't know, Jerry, if you let us borrow a van or something, but we took the team to Marina, right? Okay. You know, we took the whole team because we're getting ready for that contest. Right. And we go up. The, the contest was in the keyhole, and I don't know if you remember, but the keyhole had a real long channel. Right. Yeah. That you had to roll down to get into this bowl. Right. And it was very narrow. Um. We go up there to practice, right? Marina Del Rey, you know. Go up there, and some guy walks up. You know, we're all standing there, and it's a little bit of a snake session, as they were, right? Mm -hmm. But this guy walks up in front of the line, and there's somebody in the bowl, right? He walks up in front of all of us, about two or three feet in front of us, puts his board down. The guy bails, and he goes. It's like, whoa. All right. So he goes in there, he kick turns, kick turns, kick turns, comes back up the channel, looks at us, turns around and goes back in. Mean bugs you. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Right? And he did this like three or four times. And I was like, what? This is lame, right? And so he, when he came back up and turned around for like the fourth time, I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, hey, man, why don't you let some of these kids get a run in? 
And he turned around and just laid me out. Like cold cocky, what? punched really? me square in the face. It's like, boom. And I fell back. I tripped back over the bench that was, you know, there was right, no bench. Sure. Fell back. And I'm laying on my back like, holy shit, what just happened? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this guy punched me, right? What? And, and I'm starting Lord. to like gather my, my senses. I'm like, whoa. And I get up and Paul Molina is there. And he goes, oh, man, Ray, you got to go down to the, you better go to the pro shop. You got to go to you got to go down to see the guy at the pro shop. You know, I'm like, all right, I get up. And I, and I, I had braces on at the time. And, and it pushed my teeth through my lip. Uh. Blood everywhere, right? And, I, and, I, and, and now I'm down there in the pro shop. I'm pulling my lip off my braces, you know. Uh. And I'm like, that son of a bitch. You know, it's like, I can't believe this guy hit me, right? And I'm like, oh. now I'm like, okay, I got to right. do something, right? I tell Paul, I said, get all the guys. Get, all, get everybody. <coughs> go get in the van, right? Oh, we gonna leave? I said, "Yeah, we're leaving. Get in the van and have it running, <laughs> right?" And so, sure enough, I had my board and I walked up there, and the guy's like, "What? What are you gonna do? What? What are you gonna do?" I'm like, "Dude, what is your problem? What? You're clearly screwed up, man. What is your? What is wrong with you? You ain't gonna do nothing." And he turned around, and I don't know what happened. Something just snapped. I took my board, I hit him with my board. Yeah. Like the whole Spock thing, like right, right on the right on the collarbone, and he just folded like a cheap suit. <laughs> Boom. And I just <laughs> took off running. <laughs> I ran as fast as I could. We jumped in the van. Let's go. <laughs> and we took off. So then during the contest, I was like looking over my shoulder. I don't know who that dude was, or yeah. is he coming for me, you know? But you know, I got my I got, you know, he cold cocked me and I cold cocked him. But anyway, that's funny Marina story. Damn. Did you ever find out who it was? No, no. And I hope he's listening right now. I don't know. I don't know who the guy story. was. And and <laughs> I, I mean, I, I at one point I thought he, I don't know. There was a guy that was. Uh, I asked him. I said if it was him, and he denied it. But hmm. at one point I thought I, I knew who it was. And he's yeah. like, no, that wasn't me. What's on deck for the future and the, the near future for raising um, women? Well. I'm working on a project with Lance right now. We're working on a, he, he's, he's kind of, we're doing a lot of filming. Um, he wants to do another video part. So I'm, I've been hanging out with him, shooting that. Uh, I'm still doing, uh, still shooting the pools and whatnot. I go out when, when, when the weather's right. Um, I'm working on a, I have a little personal project that I'm working on, film. It's film-based, large format. Yeah. It's pool stuff. And it's done, um, some of it, it's been seen. Some of it's been seen. I'm doing it. It's a weird technique. Uh, I'm doing diptychs. Um, for, for people who don't know what that is, it's basically two images next to each other okay. that kind of create one image. Right. Yeah. Um, I have a modified camera that I modified so I could do diptychs on large format film. Um, and it's just interesting. It's different. So awesome. it's intriguing. And so I'm, I've been messing with that. Um, I... I did some of it, and it was part of a show. It's kind of funny. Uh, it's part of a group show, this gallery. It's right next to Pink's on La Brea, so, you know, some mm-hmm. gallery right on La Brea. And, you know, it was Acosta and Swift and, and Sharp, a uh, bunch of photographers, right. you know, peers, people I, I, you know, I respect all these guys. They do really nice work. And it was all skate photos and stuff. Um, and they were all submitting these huge prints. Right, these just giant prints, and I decided to go 180 degrees yeah. and do just contact prints. So my images yeah. were four by five. They're literally really? just contacts mm-hmm. of the film, 
And I, tr I submitted it, right? And the guy's like, oh, these are rad. Because my thought was I wanted to draw people in. Like, right, yeah, had right. had to really get close yeah. to look at what was going on. And because it was on film, there was no digital manipulation. Or yeah. this was, it doesn't get any truer than that. You know, you right. either got it or you didn't, yeah. right? So that was my goal, and that's what I did. But the gallery owner liked it so much that he took one of the, he had me do a scan for him. And I didn't really understand what was going on, but. When I showed up for the show, on top of this gallery on, on La Brea was this huge print, like massive oh amount of shot, right? And hmm. it turns oh. out, uh, because it was a contact, the film was Kodak film. So on, in the image, you could see the border and it said right. Kodak, yeah, yeah. whatever, Tri-X, yeah. whatever. Well, Kodak saw it, and so Kodak sponsored the, the event. Damn. You know, so it turned into kind of a <clears throat> cool thing. Yeah. And then... The show was a big success, and it became part of um, Photo LA. Yeah, Photo LA is a big, you know, uh, gallery photo event that happens in Santa Monica once a year, and all the galleries from all over the country, these big name galleries, hmm. have showings there. Um, and it, it's like I, I used to go because it was like, you know, as a photographer, I'd be like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, some of the best work ever, and all the like fame, like. You can go there. You'll see an Ansel Adams with real print, you know, right. and it's for sale for forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Whatever. Well, anyway, somehow we got in there. The show got in there as part of that, so I was pretty stoked. That's awesome, and, man. And yeah. it was just a weird kind of work that I was trying to do that was yeah. different than anything yeah. else. It wasn't your normal skate trick banger. Yeah. But it was more of a, 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 a lifestyle. Yeah. Almost. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was some skating, but because there were diptychs and I'm shooting, I have the sliding back. It's different. Like nothing. Like it was clearly something different. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so I've been trying to expand on that. I want to do a little yeah. more of that because, oh, yeah. I mean, that's what keeps it interesting for me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get calls to this day. I get calls. Hey, what are you doing? You want to come out and shoot? You know, I, I need an ad for Thrasher or something. Mm -hmm. You know, for a pair of socks. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really. You know, <laughs> that's just it. You know, my wife's like, "Don't you bring home any more goddamn skateboards?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't yeah, need I know that game. Yeah. But uh. Hint, Jerry. Next time you yeah. use them, pay them in cash yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty. You know, she's pretty out of it. But I mean, I've been blessed. I've been so lucky. Oh you know, yeah. People, I mean, my daughter, who's now twenty-five, on her way wow. to her master's. Jerry knows my daughter. Her name is Zephyr, which oh, that's so right. funny. Yeah. Named her Zephyr long before the Z Boy movie. Yeah. You know, like yeah, crap, yeah. Right? right? But to this day, people, oh, you named her after. <laughs> the movie right. you know, was yeah. Like, no. yeah she was uh, we wanted a z name because i'm zimmerman and blah 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 yeah there it was in an old name book right so anyway my daughter's effort she tried skateboarding she loves lizzie armato yeah sure yeah. lizzie's the best and i've known lizzie for years and we have a great relationship i've nice. photographed her many times and so it's like she came out with this new board and my daughter's like oh, i gotta get one of those hey lizzie can 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 i get you up for you know one of these boards Boom, it shows up in, you know, next day. Nice. You know, my daughter's all stoked. Yeah. She doesn't write it, you know, but, but she's got it on the yeah. wall, you know. Sure. Yeah. She loves it. So I've been really, you know, there's been some people that have really, you know, uh, they've been gracious and, and, and supportive. Yeah. You know, so I can, any, there's people that take and people that give and, yeah. and whatnot. So I try not to be too, uh, too negative, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've had my, I've had my, my, I've been burnt yeah, many times, yeah. but I think, you know, 
the positive part of it outweighs all of that. Let's hope so. Yeah. Out, you know? So you're still for hire in 2023. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where can people find you on the uh, cesspool that is social media? You got a uh, you have a presence you know, out there? Yeah, I have my Instagram thing, and, and I have two accounts. I have I have I have my MRZZZ, which is that's a crazy story. You know, At I MRZZZ. Went, yeah, okay. I tried to because MRZ is my initials. Mm-hmm. It's Madison yeah. Raisin. Turns out it's Mr. Z too. Oh boy, you know that's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, when I tried to register for Instagram way back when, <laughs> it was taken. Yeah, of course. So I was like, shit. All right, we'll yeah. throw another Z on there. That was, <laughs> that was taken. taken. <laughs> it's like damn it. Three Z's later, I'm I'm in. Right? So now it just sounds like you're asleep yeah. on and, Instagram. And I have a friend. I have a, yeah, exactly. And I have a friend that he messes with me all the time. Like he'll introduce me to somebody. He's like, "Yeah, this is Mers." Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude," yeah. or Mr. Z. Mr. Like, Come on. Z. Anyway, yeah. yeah so MRZ is easy, and then I've got another one that's just MRZ photo. And on the MRZ photo is just my commercial work. Cool. It's okay. like there are skate ads and whatnot, but it's. All the other stuff. At MRZ photo, at MRZZZ. Yeah, and I also just got a website. I haven't even announced it yet. Like it's, well, it's here been, we go. It's been looming. Yeah, <laughs> nobody nobody even knows it's out there. Debut right MRZ here. MRZ photo one. MRZ photo one. Dot com. Dot yeah. com. And it's got prints for sale. Awesome. Like I've been building it slowly. Dragging my, I mean, I should have done this. 20 years I hear ago. the internet's kind of yeah it's shocking I think you I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna take off yeah right <laughs> I just been dragging my feet just and finally after I did that photo show you know I came home with a ton of prints and yeah man, I gotta sell this crap anyway I guess so I got a website I, awesome I've never I this is the first time I've even put it out there so but it's and your there. prints are for sale on oh, it oh yeah well yeah. then hell listeners there we go, go. On MRZ photo one and buy some prints. Yeah. Or go on my Instagram and DM me. And, you know, I do all my own printing. You know, uh, I invested in a printer. And so I do all my own prints and quality assurance. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, sure. it's not going right. out to some lab. Yeah. You know, it's not some compressed, you know, color space or some crap yeah. little JPEG. It's a full cool QC. Print. Yeah. Yeah. So I do my own prints and try to be competitive in what they sell for or whatever. Yeah. I have no idea, you know. But. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm buy prints, hire me, send me money. Absolutely, <laughs> awesome. Well, we can't thank you enough for stopping by and chatting with us today, Ray. It's been oh, a good been one, fun. man. Thanks for being fun. here with us. Yeah. I always love to see you, Jerry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Very Thanks, much. Jerry, thank today too, for hey, sitting in on this what? one. Thank you, Jerry Madrid, from the bottom of my heart. Really, he absolutely. Me, he started this opportunity. Woo! All right. You know, if it wasn't Heck for yeah. Jerry, you know, I, I don't know the experience that I had back that time. And even later on, I mean, thank you. Yeah. That's how, you know, thank much you. love. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Second that, for sure. Yeah. Thanks to Bo for uh, co-hosting, as of usual. Course. Thanks to Debbie's Donuts for keeping us uh, nutritionally right. uh, up to speed. And thanks for the liquid death, delicious right. uh, mountain water this uh, this episode as well. You can find us at the Madrid Boardcast on Instagram. You can find these episodes wherever you stream your favorite podcast. Uh, thanks again to Ray. And uh, we'll be back in the future with more episodes. Thanks for listening, everybody.